0: Hello, welcome to Learning to Pray the Catholic Way, the podcast prayer companion that guides listeners through meditations in order to grow closer to the most sacred heart of Jesus. I'm your host, Chase Cross, and this is a St. Teresa Catholic Church podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much again for joining us for Learning to Pray the Catholic Way. Today, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Usually, I'm leading you through a guided meditation of some sort, but today, I kind of want to want to pause and talk about prayer. In my experience in ministry, a lot of the times, no one's really ever formally taught how to pray, or taught about prayer. In, in the church, we call this spiritual theology. So the study of God, the study of how God about God of how He reveals Himself to us through prayer. So I want to talk just just briefly about prayer today. But before we talk about prayer, it's important that we invoke the Holy Spirit. So let's say a brief prayer now, if you'll join me in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this time to be with you, to learn about you, to learn how we can commune with you, to grow in holiness and virtue. Lord Jesus, in your name, I ask that you send forth your spirit to fill our hearts and our minds during this time. Mother Mary, pray for us as always. We pray all in Jesus' name. Amen. So, prayer. That's what we've been doing on this podcast. I lead you through guided meditations. But what is prayer? If you've never read the catechism's section on prayer. It's the last section of the catechism. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. And I encourage you to to start there. Read what the church is offering to us. I mean, the church, we have thousands of years of experience with prayer. Even before Jesus we, we can learn from the Old Testament different forms of prayer. Even looking to the, the book of the Psalms. The book of the Psalms has every form of prayer. And no matter where you are in your life, you can find a psalm that, that you can make your own prayer. St. Teresa of Avila tells us that prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God. I love that definition. Prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God. And this shows us that prayer it can look big and small. Prayer can be as simple as you're walking down the street. You see a beautiful flower or tree and you lift your mind to God in thanksgiving for beauty. Prayer can be moments of meditation like we've been doing. The highest form of prayer, obviously, is the Mass, that liturgical prayer. St. Paul tells us we should pray constantly, that he prays constantly. But the Catechism also says you can't pray at all times unless you pray at specific times. And a lot of the times, too, when we first try to pray, It can feel like learning a new language and in some ways it's just like that. It, It feels and sounds and looks foreign if it's not a part of your daily routine. But if prayer is just a simple raising of your mind and heart to God, hopefully, while that might be a new reality, it's not something that is obnoxiously foreign because all you're doing is thinking about God. Raising your mind and heart to him. Turning to him in those little and big moments. Now there are different types of prayer. Catechism says there's prayers of blessing or adoration. And those are prayers uh, of our response to God's gifts. And it's also uh, an acceptance and an awareness that we are his creatures. That he has made us. He is our creator. He is the author of life. And being in that state of adoration of just adoring Him for who He is and what He's given us. There's also prayers of petition. And prayers of petition are the ones that we we learn as a kid, right? We where we're asking for something, right? We're asking for you know help with something or asking for prayers for somebody else, asking for forgiveness, even. And there's prayers of thanksgiving. We're just thanking God for his gifts. We're just thanking him for anything and everything we can think of. That's how we start all of our meditations after we recollect. We go to that prayer of thanksgiving. And then there's prayer of praise. And this is just you acknowledging God as God and that he is worthy of praise. Praise and thanksgiving are pretty closely related. And there's obviously prayer of meditation. Meditation or you're engaging your intellect, you're thinking about God in some way. But I mean, with all those types of prayer, we have three basic forms of prayer. So the forms of prayer, we have vocal, meditative, and contemplative. So vocal is pretty obvious to most people. Vocal prayer is a prayer you say out loud. That can be rote prayer like a Hail Mary or a Glory Be You in Our Father. Or it can be something like the Liturgy of the Hours or even uh, the Mass. That's, a, that's vocal prayer most of the time. But a lot of people confuse meditative prayer and contemplative prayer. So meditative meditative prayer, like I said, is you engaging your intellect in thinking of a, a divine reality. Meditating upon scripture maybe, an image of God or image of Christ. Meditating and thinking about the beauty of nature. But contemplation is not meditation. Because meditation is something you can actively engage in, with vocal, along with vocal prayer. Vocal prayer and meditation is something you actively engage in. And you can kind of control when you come in and out of it. But contemplation is and always has been a pure gift of God. Contemplation is very rare. It's extremely, extremely rare. And contemplation, now contemplation tends to happen when you're in a state of meditation or vocal prayer. doesn't always. Like I said, it's a gift from God. So you can't control when you receive contemplation. And contemplation is when you we receive Divine gifts from God. And it can come in the form of consolation. It can come in the form of a mental image, maybe. It can come in the form of, a, of an idea. And that's why it's really important to have a spiritual director. Because sometimes people can think they've received contemplation. But then once you say, once you tell it to your spiritual director, they can tell you, you know, ah, maybe that's not from God. That might be from you. And they can kind of, you know, help you discern whether or not it was truly contemplation. And this is different types of contemplation. We have the prayer of quiet, which is that state where you're at peace and at rest with God. There's a lot of different types of contemplation, but at the end of the day, contemplation is always a gift of God that you can't control. So vocal prayer and meditation is you actively engaging in a prayer. And contemplation is you receiving and you can't control that and also you shouldn't strive to pray to receive contemplation it's a gift so if the only time only reason you pray is to receive gifts that's an it's a immature type of love right that's a, that's a childish love we pray to commune with god to learn from him in the divine classroom in the classroom of silence and if we happen to receive contemplations praise God that's great But then we should move on. St. John of the Cross talks about this a lot, where if we receive these consolations, if we receive contemplation, praise God and then move on. Because we seek the God of consolations. We don't seek the consolations of God. So the question with prayer is what does it do? What does prayer do? Well, we have to answer another question is, well, what's the point of the Christian life? Well, the point of the Christian life is to get to heaven. That's the goal of everything. Well, what is heaven? Well, heaven is our ultimate union with the Trinity. Heaven is union with God, our triune God, with our triune God. But there are no imperfections in heaven. God is perfect. So therefore, we must be purified and perfected before we can stand to be in the presence of perfection. So hopefully, this happens in this life. We undergo these purgations. We undergo these trials and sufferings so that one day we may enter into heaven. Yet, due to the mercy of God, If we die in a state of grace, but maybe not perfected yet, we have the mercy of purgatory where God can help purge us of all those last things that we didn't quite detach ourselves from in this life so that we may be empowered through his grace to enter into the heavenly kingdom. So prayer is almost a practice for heaven if heaven is is total union with the trinity then prayer in this life is union with the trinity in an imperfect way yet it's through this union that god reveals to us what we need to let go of to be purged of or how we need to grow in our love for him so that way we may be ready to enter into his kingdom we may grow in this beautiful relationship with the heavenly father through jesus christ our lord Prayer ultimately leads us to cruciformity, to being conformed to the person of Jesus Christ and him crucified. We're trying to be imitators of Christ. Not just to treat him as a symbol or as a figurehead, but to allow the Holy Spirit to conform us to Jesus Christ. The love of St. Augustine says. He says, whether we realize it or not, prayer is the encounter of God's thirst with ours. God thirst that we may thirst for him. God thirst that we may thirst for him. We have to be thirsty for God. The more you practice prayer, the more you practice meditation, your thirst will grow and it doesn't mean you're going to constantly receive consolations or gifts Uh, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was in 40 years of dryness yet you'll know that your goal is heaven and that prayer prayer isn't how you build a relationship with God prayer is your relationship with God Prayer is the raising of your mind and heart to the Father in this beautiful, loving friendship that we are insanely and divinely blessed to have. So, I hope this brief reflection on what prayer is, different types of prayer, has helped you. We'll pick up on our usual meditations next week. But I encourage you to turn to the Catechism, even if you've read it before, maybe it's been a while. Turn to the catechism section on prayer. It's the last section of the catechism. And pray through that this week. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you through his church. Remember to turn to Christ every day in scripture. Always being clinging to the Father. Let us close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, you are so good. You are worthy of all of our praise and thanks. You are holy. You are righteous. You are the the shield that protects us, the fortress that guards us, the light that leads us. Help us to be conformed to the image of your Son. Help us to be Christians, to be Christ-bearers, Guide us always, Lord. Help us to do your will, to know your will. Forgive us for our sins. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.